Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, you know you're happy. You know you're happy. What are you playing? I know you're happy. You heard this, this theme song on your phone or in your car, and you went, that's a new episode. Exactly where it is. What's up, Los Angeles? It's me, your host, Casey Diaz of the Shot Caller Podcast. Hey, guys. Uh, I know it's been a minute, but I just don't want to throw just anything. I don't want to wing it and just give you any anything to, you know, for the sake of putting out episodes, I think quality is always better than quantity. Uh, that means hand at, hands down in anything that you do. But I have some really cool lineups for you starting next week. I got some more interviews. I'll share some of that stuff with you. Um, but I'm so so grateful for you and 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 everybody that's out there that's been such a major support. Uh, for the shot caller, uh, the book, the podcast, the, the, the movie that's in development, um, your emails are in a great encouragement to us uh, here and to everyone that's involved in in, um, in all things um, that we're doing. A few, I think it was last year. Yeah, I think it was last year. Last year, we did something that was pretty cool and uh, what we did is uh, you guys just generously donated uh, funds for us to be able to send books to prisons uh, juvenile halls and uh, just all over the place and uh, that worked out so well as you know this is a uh, a a podcast that's supported by you the listeners and I don't have a lot of supporters. I, I, you know, I say we have supporters. We do. There's monthly supporters uh, that that do, uh, uh, you know, uh, what they can, and uh, and and we see that, and we're so grateful for that. It's, I mean, tremendously grateful for that. But what we did before that uh, last year is we did a little campaign where you guys just blessed uh, this place. And we were able to send out boxes of, of books uh, all over the place. And, and that was just incredible. And I think that we need your help. Um, not that I think. We need your help. And uh, we need your help in, in this area. We need you know this, this program. Um, I wish I could do more. I can't because, um, well, I just don't have the means to do that. And I'm so involved in so many other things that it's very difficult for me to, you know, uh, uh, and, and just so you know, because a lot of people think uh, that podcasting and, and uh, you're a best-selling author, you're sitting on piles of, you know, I don't know, 
piles of cash, and that's not the case. Uh, it's not even, <laughs> it's not remotely even close. Um, you know, uh, will that change at some point? Perhaps, uh, God willing, uh, you know, things will change in that in that arena. Uh, but this, these, these things that that I do personally, uh, they're by folks like you that um, have seen uh, evidence of people be, people's lives being changed uh, in their family, with friends, uh, with reviews that you hear or see online or in social media. And um, you, you, you know, God kind of tugged at your heart and, and, uh, and, and you became a supporter of this place. But I need your help. It's, uh, it's, we're in a place where um, not only do we need help uh, in the form of sending books, but we also need um, some more supporters to come on board and, and kind of help me with the weight of this. I really want to be there for you. I really, truly do. Uh, but, you know, it's only so much that I can do. Um, there's overhead. There's all kinds of stuff that, that, that's involved. It's not just out of a garage where I'm doing this. I'm, uh, it's, you know, we're trying to keep it professional because, well, we have guests that are very, you know, uh, just they're very well known. They're on television. They're, uh, they're either, um, you know, people that society deems very important. And so for that reason, I, you know, I can't do this out of a garage. I, I, I really can't. Uh, I need this place. And um, so... We need your support. We really do. Um, and I'm going to tell you how you can do that. Um, one way is, obviously, uh, if we were to have so many of you that listen to us here uh, join on a monthly subscription, and that's easy. You go to uh, kcdias.net. Uh, on there, you click on the podcast button, and then from that, you go to support. There's a button uh, that's, that's labeled support. On there, you can become a monthly uh, sponsor of the show. It gives you three different options of how to do that. I would love, you know, we spend so much money on on Netflix, on Hulu, on Amazon, and all that stuff. But um, I think sometimes if we were to shift to something that's actually valuable, that's helping people, and we were to cut down just one thing and then switch it to, something else that's actually helping. Um, I think that would be, you know, I think it would be a good decision. Um, but I just really need some supporters. And uh, I'm just going to throw that out. You know, um, I, I want to be there more often for you guys, but I can't because my hands are tied. Um, so that's one way. The other way is um, you can uh, give your donation through PayPal or Venmo. Uh, and that's all you need is my email, which is kcdiaz72 at gmail.com. Uh, kcdiaz72 at gmail.com. And you can go on Venmo, you can go on Zelle, you can go on PayPal, use that email, and you could just, whatever God puts in your heart, it doesn't matter what it is, it's whatever God puts in your heart, that's what's a, a, a good offering, that's a, a generous offering. Whether it's a dollar, whether it's five dollars, whatever it is that God puts in your heart, um, we need your help, and I'm just going to leave it at that. Um, but we have some really great 
interviews coming up. Number one, we got a call from uh, L.A. County Sheriff's Department uh, from the sheriff's uh, secretary himself, uh, Alex Villanueva. Uh, and we are lining up. He is going to be on our podcast, and I'll be able to interview him. He's uh, running for sheriff in uh, in a huge city uh, here, you know, Los Angeles. It's a big department, big, big city that, uh, well, uh, it's going through a lot of uh, issues right now. And, you know, with crime being so high and violent crime being just out of control in our beautiful Los Angeles, um, we need someone that is going to be at the helm of safety and guarding uh, Angelinos. So we need someone like him uh, to continue on that job. So he's going to be here with me. I'll be able to interview him. I'm really excited about that. We have some other uh, uh, law enforcement friends that are coming by. I'll be interviewing them as well. Um, so really exciting stuff. Um, but today I wanted to talk about discipline. Discipline. Uh, and, and I'm going to gear this more of a Bible study than anything. I, I, I actually shared this with a men's Bible study that, that we do out of here in the studio. Every Saturday morning at 9 a.m., a bunch of us uh, gather here uh, from all walks of life. It's not, you know, in the hundreds uh, of guys that come in here. It's a handful of guys that come in here. Uh, some are law enforcement. Some are ex-convicts. Some are regular dudes that come here. And, you know, it, it's it's refreshing. It's something where we get to really dig deep into the Bible. We hold each other accountable. We pray for each other. And these are just men that, that love the Lord. That's that's really it. They love the Lord. And we all look forward to Saturday mornings here in the studio. And uh, it's always a fun time. We laugh. We, we joke around. We learn. Uh, we pray. We hold each other accountable. It's a great thing. But I was talking to them about discipline. And... Um, and it's out of uh, 1 Timothy chapter 4, verses 7 and 8. And this is what the Bible says. But refuse profane and old wives' fables, and exercise thyself rather unto godliness. For bodily exercise profiteth little, but godliness is profitable unto all things, having the promise of the life that now is, and of that which is to come. And uh, if you hear that that noise back there in the background, yeah, that's my uh, golden retriever. Always. <laughs> um, I'm reading this book by uh, author Kent Hughes. Uh, you, you might want to get it. It's a great book, and I'm taking the guys through it. It's uh, Disciplines of a Godly Man. But when we talk about discipline, when we talk about discipline, it, it, it really, um, it's a big word. And Kent, author Kent Hughes said this, I've learned that, that personal discipline is the indispensable key for accomplishing anything in life. It is the mother and handmaiden of what we call genius. <laughs> I love that. You know, because sometimes we look at somebody and we go, you know, somebody that's really really good at something that they do, whether it be sports, business, uh, you know, whatever it is, running an organization, uh, 
it, it, we look at them and we go, man, that guy's genius. That girl's genius. You know, it's just, they look, they make it look so easy. You ever run into those people? They make it look so normal and easy. And, and, and we don't understand that they have been at it for a long time. What they've been doing, what they've mastered, what they have accomplished in this life, in that organization, in that business, in, in that ministry, whatever it is, they have been disciplined to do something over and over and over again. If I were to pull this word apart, the word discipline, at its most simplest form, I'd say that it's the art of doing something over so many times over that it becomes normal. Wouldn't you say that that that's what discipline looks like when discipline has been just formed, when it is arrived, it's, it just looks normal. It looks like it just, it was birthed in them all along and people make it look so simple. I think as, as, as people of faith, We come to a point in areas in our lives that need discipline. Paul tells Timothy, exercise thyself rather unto godliness. Do it over and over and over again, Timothy. Keep doing it. Keep doing it until it becomes normal. And what is, what is he telling him? What is he telling this young pastor, Timothy? Discipline yourself. The legendary Jack Nicholas, the most successful professional golfer, once jokingly said, the more I practice, the luckier I get. Isn't that funny? The more I practice, the luckier I get. Yeah. Well, there's nothing, no such thing as luck. It's either you put in the work or you didn't. It's either you prepared or you didn't. You failed to prepare. Discipline, that's a harsh, it's a harsh word. Because it puts us against the wall. It puts us in a place, in a corner. And either we're going to be scared on that corner. Either we're going to go to a pulpit and wing it. We're going to do a, or conduct a Bible study having not read our Bibles all, all week and we're going to wing it. Can I tell you something? Whenever you wing it, it's going to show. I don't care how good of an act you put on a pulpit, at a business meeting, at a function. If you have not prepared for that moment, for that hour, for that 30 minutes, it's going to show. And you're going to look so poor because you failed to prepare. You didn't discipline yourself. You didn't put in the work. You didn't sweat. You didn't study to show yourself approved. You failed at discipline. When you look at men like Tom Brady, 
that's somebody that every that's that's like you look at his life and you go wow the guy could you could blindfold this guy and he's going to throw the ball he's going to be mid air somebody just hit him you know on the side and in the second that that ball releases out of his hands it's going to go about 40 50 yards into the hands of a receiver who's going to score he is the epitome of someone that is just got it but it didn't come just like out of nowhere no that's not how things happen things happen when you do these things over and over again when you have said to yourself I'm done with just winging things. I'm done with just kind of throwing anything out there. Just rolling the dice, hoping that hoping that I'm going to, you know, sound smart, hoping that they're not going to catch me in my act. You know, it takes discipline. I have found out in my personal life that when I go on a pulpit, when I go on a, a speaking engagement, these people are coming to to hear me speak. Yes, we could, you know, we could, we can say, you know, well, they're, they're coming on for the Lord. And that, that's the Christianese coming out of you. But people go, people wake up early in the morning uh, on a Sunday or, or whatever it is, or in a, in, in, at a camp retreat, and they've spent money and they're, 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 they're going to be living in a tent for three days, four days. And if you're that speaker who doesn't prepare, you're robbing those folks. You're, you're robbing them. Because you haven't prepared. You didn't discipline your, your body, your mind, your soul. And so there you, there you go to a speaking engagement and you're empty-handed. Your heart is hollow. Your speech is nothing. And everybody's going to catch you. Everybody's going to see that you're not prepared. Everybody's going to look at you. They're going to see the, your, the, the body language. They're going to see you just tripping over your words, empty spaces during your, your speaking engagement. They're going to see the gaps. They're going to see you. They're going to see you staring at air, the ceiling, not knowing what to say next. Why? Because you didn't discipline yourself. And God gave you a break to go and speak somewhere. But you were unprepared. And so you're wasting people's time. Hughes talks about Mike Singletary of the Chicago Bears, whose nickname is the Samurai, uh, the Samurai Mike. He wasn't a monster of a man. The dude was six foot tall and about 220 pounds. Where was his greatness? Well, it was discipline. The guy would watch game films and then would run a single play 50 to 60 times. It's repetitive. It's boring. It's, it's mundane at some point. But it has to be inside of you discipline is birthed through sweat 
through doing it while everybody else is eating cheeseburgers, while everybody else is out having a, a, a good old dandy time, you're stuck in your room studying the Bible, spending time, quality time with God. You're not in a rush. But you want to serve the people. Filet mignon. You want to give them meat of the word of God. I think we're having too many, too many McDonald's cheeseburgers at the pulpit nowadays. Just cheap, cheap meat. So what's the secret? Well, the secret is always practice. In this Christian life, you're going to have to practice and practice and practice over and over again. Because you're going to go through things. And if you're not prepared to go through those things, you're going to have a miserable, a miserable Christian walk. You're going to fail. That's just it. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to be that one pastor. I'm not going to try to sugarcoat this thing to you and, and tell you that, you know, well, you're just going to get up and dust yourself off again. No, you're going to fail miserably in this life. If you fail to, if you don't take the recipe of Ephesians 6, listen, you're in a war, in a battle, in a war, whether you like it or not. You're a soldier. According to the scriptures, you're a soldier. And you could choose to be a good soldier of Jesus Christ. And I like what it, what it says. Endure hardship as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. So that gives me the, 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 the reality that if there's good soldiers then there's also bad ones. So you make that choice whether you're going to be a bad soldier or a good soldier that's able to endure hardship. And hardship doesn't send you an email that it's coming to you. Hardship doesn't, you know, send a paper plane. It doesn't send you an invitation. It doesn't send you a warning. Hardship. Sucker punches you. And when hardship happens, sometimes it's our fault. Sometimes it's just life. It just happens. God allows it. And it's in those moments that we get to learn so much about ourselves. Whether we were disciplined and, and, and we can, you know, roll with the punches. Or we haven't done it. We haven't done our due diligence. We haven't spent time with, with God. We haven't read our Bible, studied our Bibles through and through. We haven't exercised spiritual godliness. And so, hardship comes, and we're rattled. What made, what made Michael Phelps the Olympic icon? Ten thousands of hours and miles in the pool of disciplined boredom. Let me say that again. What made Michael Phelps the Olympic icon? The thousands of hours and miles in the pool of disciplined boredom. He practiced 
and practice. And when he thought he was done practicing, he practiced some more. Doing something over and over isn't always fun. It can get boring. But when you are trying to reach a goal, a mark, a target, that's what it's going to take. It's going to take practice. Listen to what he tells them. Timothy, exercise thyself rather unto godliness. In in other words, Timothy, make your life count. Make your life count. I shared with my small men's Bible group that we meet here on Saturdays that within seven days from that day, I would be finishing my second book. It's going to be done. Then it's going to the hands of Mike Yorkie for him to uh, put it together. And then we're going to get it published. Book number two. And book number two, if you liked The Shock Collar, I think you're going to like number two. And I'll tell you why. Because in it, Sometimes people read a book and they have no idea what it takes to write one. The challenges, the depression, the <laughs> the constant battle of hearing people, oh, that's never going to work. Oh, you, you, the Christian community is never going to want to read that. Are you kidding me? You're going to put that in there? The church isn't going to like that. They're not going to like that book. We were told these things while we were doing this book, the first book. And so many obstacles, so many trials, so many disheartening situations that came upon us. We were discouraged. We were disappointed. We felt shame. There was boredom. So much more. However, man, my eyes were fixed on the prize. And I had to keep exercising godliness. I had to stay the course. Because I knew that something great was going to happen. And you know what? Something great did happen. We birthed the shock collar. And it was published by HarperCollins. Thomas Nelson. I mean, it's, it's incredible what God did. When you look at the paintings of Michelangelo and Leonardo da Vinci, the multitude of sketches, you know, we look at their paintings and we go, wow, such natural talent. And meanwhile, forgetting that they have done Thousands and thousands and thousands of sketches before they release the real thing. The point is, you'll never get anywhere without discipline. You will never get anywhere without discipline. My wife reminded me today about a season that I had in my life, not too long ago. I was waking up at 3.16 in the morning. I think I shared this with you several times. 
But I had a discipline. God woke me up at that time. And I, and I started to pray. And sometimes it was 30-minute prayers. Sometimes it was an hour. Other times it was three hours. And I was wide awake, praying all the way through. Let me tell you something. The times that I prayed for two hours, three hours, I can 100% tell you they felt like I had just been there for about five minutes. But when I looked at the clock, when I was done, it would be 7 o'clock in the morning, 7.30. And it felt like it was I had just been there. I didn't fall asleep. I was wide awake. In fact, because I knew that uh, I, I had a chance of falling asleep, I would as soon as I, I would wake up, as soon as God woke me up at 3.16 in the morning, there was no alarm clock, by the way, I ran to the bathroom. I made sure that there was uh, that I just turned on the cold water, the cold water, not warm water, cold water, and I start putting a bunch of water in my face, make sure I would wake up. And I went in my living room, and I prayed. And God started to answer every single prayer that I prayed. And the ones that He didn't. Well, he didn't. But the ones that I that, that were dear to my heart, the ones that that were because when you're praying, when you're aligned with God, it's not even what what's in your heart. It's in what what's God's heart. I didn't pray for, you know, millions. I didn't pray for wealth and, and all that crazy, stupid stuff. You know what I prayed for? Wisdom. I prayed for wisdom. I prayed that I would understand God and, and and how he deals with me and what he expects from me. I prayed for shortcuts with him. <laughs> and not shortcuts as in, you know, let, let me find a loop, loophole to God. That, that's not what I'm saying. But God, when I do it by myself, for myself, it feels like a long road. Teach me a shortcut. How do I? How do I how do I get there faster? And I remember just feeling God's presence. So overwhelming. In that little living room. But it takes practice. You can't you can't just wing that. A life of prayer is valuable but it takes practice. Hughes talks about this Greek word, gumnos. And this word means naked. And it's the word which we derive our English word, gymnasium. In traditional Greek athletics, the participants competed without clothing so as to not be restricted. And when when you when you when you read Hebrews twelve, it's very very powerful, because watch this. I I I absolutely love this. Hebrews twelve, one through three. Wherefore, seeing we also compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, 
Watch this. Oh, man, I love this. Love this. Let me read this again. Let me start again. Well, foreseeing, we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses. Let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset us. And let us run with patience the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, for who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. For consider him that endureth such contradiction of sinners against himself, lest ye be wearied and faint in your minds. The Hebrew writer says, let's lay aside everything. Everything that restricts you from getting closer to God, everything that that that's, that's, has encumbered you, anything that's in the way, lay it aside. So that when you're wrestling, there's nothing in the way. It's important. By the time the New Testament comes in, the word simply means to exercise or to train. Regardless, the word still has the smell of gym in it. Gumnos. It still smells like gym. What are you going to do? What are you going to do with your life? Is it just me to, or, or does it feel like, man, it, it feels like we're going at a 160 miles an hour in, in this faith right now. So many things, right? So many things happening in our world, in our cities. So it's, it's, it's like we're in this, in this, in this vehicle and our foot is to the floor we're gunning it. We're, I mean, it's just full throttle ahead. And Jesus can come at any time. He can just boom, and we're gone. I was taking the drive earlier. And I started to look around as I was making a right turn. And I thought about this. Man, these people out here, they don't have an idea. God's son can come at any moment. And they're not ready. I've been reading, studying Revelation. Oh my, oh my. <laughs> I mean, I read this and, and, and I go, man, who's going to be saved? When it talks about God's wrath, you read chapter 11, chapter 12. Just read Revelation, period. But when you start seeing that, wow. It's incredible. It just makes you be so great, so much more grateful. 
so much more grateful about your salvation. So much more grateful that he handpicked you. That you're not living in sin. That you're exercising yourselves unto godliness. I'm going to leave you with that so you can think about this. Think about these things. I hope I helped your drive. I hope that perhaps I kind of made you think a little bit, a little bit more about your current your current spiritual life because it's important. Tomorrow's not promised to anybody. It's not. Not to me, not to you, not to anybody. Just like that, we could be gone from this earth. I'm so glad that I know him. I hope that you get to know him. I hope that you get to know him. While there's still time. Folks, I'm going to wrap it around. Wrap it up. Land the plane. Whatever you want to say. But I also want to remind you that we do need your support here. If God has spoken to you, if you feel that, you know what, I want to help this this podcast remain and keep on going, then we would so appreciate your help. I know it's a, you know, it's, it's a difficult time for a lot of people right now. So, you know, I don't want you to skip out on your rent or mortgage payments, your car payments, that's not what I'm saying. It's whatever is in your heart. That's a a, a good offering. Uh, Again, if you're doing that through PayPal, Venmo, or Zelle, it's my email. kcdiaz72 at gmail.com. kcdiaz72 at gmail.com. You could send your donations there. and Or you could become a monthly sponsor by going to my website, which is kcds.net, kcds.net. You press on the podcast button. It'll send you to another button that's labeled support. And on there, when you press that, it'll give you three ways that you can become a monthly sponsor of this podcast. Now, thank you so much, Los Angeles, and everyone out there, everyone out there, for your support, for your prayers. Um, just so much stuff. I love you guys, and and um, I hope you enjoyed this uh, this episode. Until the next time. Nothing's changed around here. Put Jesus.